0: Welcome to the Star R&B podcast, where I talk all things R&B. So this podcast is going to be about Tevin Campbell. I am so proud of Tevin and all that he's accomplished. I love the fact that he's, he's made peace about who he is and the love he's receiving from his peers. Tevin recently did an interview with People Magazine where he talked about being a childhood star and how he wouldn't have been prepared to be like a spokesperson for the LGBT plus community. Tevin also talked about some of the artists that are out today who are having an impact like um, Little Nas X and Frank Ocean. So let's check out this clip. You mentioned it, but in the music industry, when you see f- the Frank Oceans and the Lil Nas Xs you know, just sharing that part of themselves with fans, w- w- what goes through your mind? I hate that it wasn't like that in the 90s, but I'm glad that I get to see that. And I'm, you know, yeah, I'm glad I get to see that. I wouldn't have been prepared when I was a kid, to be a spokesperson of the LGBTQ plus community, but I'm glad that it's changing, you know. Yeah. Because there are a lot of kids, especially young black boys, that need to see representation. Yeah. Yeah. Because the machismo thing exists in our culture too, and it's poison. There are kids as young as five years old that have committed suicide, coming out to their friends and being bullied because they're not being taught to love themselves because of what they are. You know? Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah, so we gotta gotta do better. I think all of this helps. I I love that. Yeah. This entire clip was so good. I love the fact that he talked about representation and that is so true. You know, if you're gay, it's just it's just hard to come out and just be yourself as an artist. I remember when I was a kid and I think Tevin was like on the cover of Jet or Ebony Magazine, and my mother she mentioned that she thought that he was gay and she did that quite often. Like I remember her doing that with Luther Vandross. And I remember just thinking, even as a kid, like, what does that have to do with his talent? What does that have to do with him as an artist? Um, What exactly are you saying? (laughs) Are you saying that he's less than, are you saying that he's not, worthy to be admired are you saying that just to kind of give me the tea so to speak even at that age i thought it was strange when people would go out of their way to mention an artist's sexuality and it's not about their music something else that tim talks about in his interview he talks about how funny black people are like we all have that cousin or that uncle that's gay and we kind of act surprised (laughs) when they come out (laughs) And Tevin, he, he mentions that, you know, he hopes in the future that we get to a point where it really won't matter, right? Like, you'll just find out if they're gay just by being around them. Um, you won't have to do the cliche kind of like coming out story where you sit your family down and you have to make this an official announcement about who you are. Um, Tevin mentioned that, you know, we're getting there, but we still have a ways to go. I am going to link the People Magazine podcast on my website, which is fezstar.com. So when you guys go to this actual transcript, you'll be able to click on the link and it'll pop up on your phone or on your computer. And you can kind of listen to the entire interview, which is very good, by the way. One more thing I want to talk about. Teva talks about how Usher was supposed to receive Can We Talk? Apparently. Babyface and Ellie Reed, they had an disagreement. Um, Ellie Reed wanted Usher to sing the song and Babyface wanted Tevin Campbell to sing the song. And the thing is, Usher would have done this song justice, but Tevin, it just belonged to him. If it, (laughs) it fell into the right (laughs) lap, it fell into the right person to sing this song um what i think is interesting and it makes total sense i remember when La reed and babyface kind of went their separate ways it was now that i think about it, it was around this time because babyface was kind of on fire i think babyface had released like his third album he was working with boys to men at that time so yeah the, the time frame sounds correct tevin mentioned that him and usher talked about the bout that went on between L.A. and Babyface, and uh, I should mention that he's, you know, he's over it, you know. Um, and the thing is, I, I think "Can We Talk" is a great song. It's like a great commercial R&B song that came out at the time, and I do remember them playing it quite a bit. Even now, they actually play it a lot on like traditional R&B stations. I just don't think it's Tevin Kimmel's best song. Um, And with that said, I'm now going to play, what I think are Tevin's like six best songs. And for you diehards out there, I think you guys are probably gonna agree with me what I think is Tevin Campbell's best song, but you know, I'll let you guys give me feedback and and tell me what you guys think. (laughs) That was Brown Eyed Girl. That's one of my favorite tracks by Tevin. It's such an underrated song by him. Um, the song got released two years after Can We Talk. I would imagine Tevin was probably on tour and so forth. But that song, that, that particular song, it never really got a lot of shine. I don't think I've ever heard it played on the radio. I went to YouTube, you know, every time I'm doing a review of a song, I go to YouTube and just read the comments, just to see if people are having the same reaction. And for the most part, most people are. People are saying that it's a, such a great song. The song is still being played today. Interesting enough in other countries. <laughs> um, the song was produced by narrative, Michael Walden. And Louis Biancello, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, but narrative Michael Walden, for those of you who are unfamiliar with him, he's like, he's like a legendary producer. He's produced for just about everyone. He produced Shanice's I Love Your Smile. He did Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman. He also did Tevin's Tell Me What You Want Me To Do, another great track. Um. But yeah, it's 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 one of those songs that if you're not a a diehard fan, you wouldn't know it. Like, but if you are a fan of Tevin, you're like, oh yeah, Brown Eyed Girl. That's such a such a great song by him. Like, how come I never heard it on the radio? Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely in my top six. There's such a subtlety to to the song. I was reading the comments and um. People are saying, oh, yeah, that was my wedding song, or that was the song that I, I played for my wife when we get married and so forth. So, yeah, let's get into the next track here. That was Tell Me Where. Um, Again, another great song by Tevin. That was produced by Babyface, the great Babyface, and the Boom Brothers. You know what's interesting about about this song? And It it was kind of hard. It was so hard, guys, just to pick one song from Tevin's Back to the World album, which was such a great album. It was so underrated. What's interesting about this track is that It sounds similar to a lot of the music that Babyface was writing and producing at that time. Like to kind of give you guys a little bit of context, when Babyface kind of produced this song and other songs that came out through those like two to three years, they started to sound kind of similar. Like it got to the point where you would turn on the radio in your car and you'd be like, oh, that's. That's a Babyface song. Like at that time, Babyface was using a lot of the same kind of melodies. And it was very noticeable at one point. So when I kind of look at this album, Back to the World, the songs that Babyface produced, you hear it like, like within the first 10 seconds, you're like, oh yeah, 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 I recognize it, you know? And the thing is, it worked. I, I just think it didn't really like, you weren't surprised when you heard it. Um, it's a great song, but there are other songs on the back to the world album that I love. I, I love, you don't have to worry and dry your eyes. And, um, could you learn to love you can, you can hear like Babyface doing some of the background vocals. And there's also kind of a fun fact in the liner notes of Tevin's album, Kenny Lattimore, he's saying, I think he's saying background on this song. Or I I know definitely he's saying background on Beautiful Thing. Another song I kind of wanted to put in the top six, but I just had to like pick one because there are other songs that I I want to highlight here. But yeah, it never got released. It's one of those, like I said, you know, if you're a diehard fan, you know it. Um, But yeah, great song. Uh, Let's get into the next track. That was Don't Say Goodbye, Girl. Again, another great song by Tevin Campbell. Why this song didn't become a huge hit is beyond me. It was released officially. It did okay on the charts. It did better on the R&B charts than like the pop charts and so forth. But again, why didn't this song become a big hit for him? I don't know. You know, Tevin kind of alluded to why the album didn't do as well, he mentioned in the podcast that there was a lot of politics going on at Warner Brothers and so forth. Like, I didn't know that Prince didn't release, I guess, like the copyrights or the release of the record. So there was a lot of things that was kind of going on at the time. The song was written by Burt McCarck. For those of you who are familiar with him, he's like a legendary writer and producer. He wrote a lot of the big hits for Dionne Warwick. He, he, he wrote Walk On By. He wrote That's What Friends Are For. He's, he's written so many hits. There's, I couldn't even do him justice. <laughs> but again, the song was produced by Narrative Michael Walden and Louie. It's a, such a great track by... Tevin, Tevin kind of really belts it out towards the very end. It feels like something I think Whitney would have, she would have, she, she would have tore this song apart, (laughs) but Tevin as a male singer, Tevin, he, he sounds amazing on this, as I was listening to the song, I was also viewing the um YouTube video and reading the comments and people are, are are even to this day people are commenting on that song why it wasn't a big hit like why you know no one makes R and B like this anymore and that's so true but yeah great track I love it again if you're not a Die hard fan you wouldn't know um but yeah let's get into the next song which is the song that everyone loves <laughs> I mean they play it now they played it They played a hell out of it when it first came out. And the fact that they're doing TikTok videos says so much about this song. So, yeah, let's get into Can We Talk? talk yes that that song was played everywhere that song even now like i mentioned earlier that song is still being played every day on traditional r&b stations (laughs) it's funny um i remember the first time I, i i heard it um I said the same thing I think a lot of people said at the time. Oh yeah, that's a that's a Babyface track. And, and and like I mentioned earlier, you know, Babyface was producing a lot of songs that started to sound very familiar, and this one, he kind of knocked it out of the park. I still don't think it's Seb's best song. I think it's such a great song though. It really is. Babyface told the story of what this song is about. <laughs> And that kind of, it didn't ruin it for people, but it made sense. So the song is, is really about like a guy is stalking a girl. Yeah, Babyface, he revealed that when he had his verses with um, Teddy Riley. And people were like, oh no, <laughs> like you, <laughs> my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> like, why did you tell that story? <laughs> but it's so funny though. But it makes it makes it makes total sense now, like when you like listen to the lyrics and so forth. Um but again, yeah, it's a great song. I have a funny story with, with this song. I, I saw Tevin when I was a teenager. It was like a Tom Joyner family reunion. And it was in I think it was in Miami or some someplace in South Florida. And Tevin was there and the Gap Band was there. And some other artists was there. And I remember when Tevin got on stage, all the, all the girls were going crazy. And Tevin, I don't even remember the song he started his set with, but when he got to, can we talk Tevin, (laughs) Tevin, if you're listening, this was so funny to me. You were like, oh God, this is everybody's favorite song. Let me go ahead and sing it. Like you, (laughs) it was so funny. (laughs) And those keys started and you started singing it. Like I, I, I think Tevin like likes it, but I don't think it's his his favorite track to sing. Like, and I get that, right? It's just it's always kind of disappointing when your favorite singer doesn't like to sing a particular song that you like. But you know, you need him to do it. Like you have to do it, right? You have to do your biggest song. Um You know, you have to sing it for us, you know? Uh, but yeah, I love that. I thought that was so funny and so revealing too. It was, tell me what you want me to do. Yeah. That was a big song for Tevin. When that song first came out, I remember thinking, cause you know, before this he did round and round, um, you know, he was kind of being showcased with Quincy Jones and so forth, but I remember when I first heard it, I remember thinking to myself, okay, when, when, when Tevin does his second album, they're probably going to double down on, on this. So the, the, the song was produced by Nerida Michael Walden. And like I said before, Narada has produced some huge hits over the years. Um, also around this time, Nerida had also produced Myra Carey's first song, Vision of Love. So if you listen to Vision of Love and then listen to this and also listen to Whitney Houston's, um, all the man that I need. Like they, they, they sound very similar to each other. You know, they, they, they start off kind of slow and then like towards the very end, you know, narrator has <laughs> these amazing singers like belt it out, like go for that four octave range, you know? Um, and that to me was like the secret sauce, you know, that's something that's, that's kind of missing from music today, especially R and B and especially pop, like no one does like theatrical pop songs, you know, it starts slow and then there's this kind of buildup and then there's this kind of huge grandstanding towards the very end of the song. And the last person to really do that was like Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. No one does that anymore. It went to number one on, R- on the R&B charts, but it got up to like number six on the pop charts. I I was surprised that when Tevin did his second album, he didn't have more songs like this. Don't say goodbye, girl. It doesn't have that bridge. It doesn't have that 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 huge buildup. It does vocally for Tevin, but not but not to like this degree. Um, I I I I thought they would have said, you know what, Tevin, you need more big ballads to really showcase your voice. This song did that. But a lot of other songs, they never took him. They never took him to those I Will Always Love You or Vision of Love, these kind of big ballads. It's probably because it's hard for most male singers to do those type of songs. But yeah, I I, I love this track. It's such a great song um but yeah let's get into what I think is Tevin's best song and I'm gonna give you guys my logical reason (laughs) as to why I think it is um if you've listened this far you probably know so yeah let's get into it That was my favorite track by Tevin Campbell. Yeah, that was Along With You. Let's see, why do I love this song? Well, first, b- b- before I get into that, the song was produced by Kyle West and I'll be sure, and I will be doing like <laughs> a podcast on I'll be sure, mostly around the sound that was happening around that time. But yeah, along with you, I love this song. It's, it's just so funny. Mary J Blige, that's our favorite song by Tevin Campbell. And it's my favorite song. Fun fact, Casey and JoJo from See, they're, they're singing the background vocals. You can hear them too, especially, um, Casey, you can hear his voice. If you listen to the song and then go jump into Chodesy's first album, you can hear all the same melodies. You can hear all the same kind of background vocals and that kind of New Jack swing um, vibe that you got from the music at that time. Let's look at this at the timeline. So in the late 80s, you had like Alexander O'Neill, you had um, Teddy Pendergrass. You had a kind of like a lot of these. I don't want to say like they were old cats, but they 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 weren't doing this. Tevin kind of like ushered in like this kind of new Jack swing, R&B, laid back music. And Kyle West, I'll be sure, Jodeci, Mary J. Blodge, they were kind of like these new kids that were coming up in a way. And Tevin, he sounds so amazing on this song. Like, if you want to get next to someone <laughs> and you want to smoke with them and you want to let them know that, hey, the only thing I want is just me and you. I just want to be along with you. This is the song that you, that you played at the time. Another thing, Tevin was only like, he was a kid when he sang this. Tevin sounded like a grown-ass man when he sang this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was such a maturity to his voice that was just unmatched. Like you could not, you could not, when it came to those background vocals, you could not like outdo Tevin. Um, other singers, you know, they, they, they have that, that, that tone, but Tevin sounded amazing on this track. It's my favorite song by him. He's so mature vocally. Um, and, and it's so interesting when you go listen to that podcast, Tevin mentions that, you know, a lot of producers kind of used him as a muse. It was kind of like. I can't sing it like the way I want you to sing it. Like there's, 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 you're going to do what I've written justice. And I love that. He was so mature for his, for his age, even though he's not like belting it out. He's so confident. He's so comfortable, but yeah, it's my favorite song. Yeah. I, I I stand by that. And, you know, I know everyone's probably thinking, oh no, can we talk? It's my favorite song, but no, along with you is my favorite track. Plus, you know, Mary J. Blodge said it, so, you know, it must be true. (laughs) But yeah, that's it, guys. That is my top six favorite songs by Tevin Campbell. I'm going to play another song by Tevin that I really love. Um, Tevin joined this group of Black Kings on, I think it was called Black Men United. It was for the Get On The Bus soundtrack, and it was Tevin. And it was Stokely from In Condition and Brian McKnight and El DeBarge. You had all these black kings on the stage and they were all singing their asses off. So I'm going to play that track. And if you really want to treat yourself, go look at the live version of this song. Tevin outsings everybody on stage. There's even um, a moment when Tevin is singing and elder barge looks at him like god damn like boy you know your ass can sing (laughs) i love that i love when you know our black kings are like you know acknowledging each other and they're not filled with jealousy and so forth it's like nah that him he can sing you know so yeah let me play that and then um i'm going to do like a quick wrap up So yeah, that was Black Men United, You Will Know. Let me correct something that I mentioned earlier. This song actually was on the Jason's Lyric soundtrack and not on Spike Lee's Get On The Buzz soundtrack. But yeah, I love this. I can't remember the last time we've seen like a group setting where you had all these Black Kings just singing and belted it out. I mean, you had Gerald Levert in there and you had Stokely, you had um, um, Brian McKnight. You, oh gosh. He, and they're all just singing their asses off. I love it. Um But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great track. And to kind of wrap this up, you know, Tevin, when I thought about like the final three songs, they're so different from each other. Like along with you, is so different from tell me what you want me to do. And the thing is. Tevin can do it all. He can do R&B laid back songs. He can do pop songs. You know, he can, he can utilize <laughs> his four octave range. And I love that. I lo- I've always kind of admired him um about that ability. But yeah, Tevin mentioned in the podcast guys that he's coming out with new music. He's coming out hopefully with a new album next year. And I would love to see Tevin experiment. I would love to see what Tevin does like with the R and B dance house track, you know, where he's like just tearing it apart and letting that gospel come out and so forth. Um, I would love to see Tevin work with some of these new kids, like her and um, um, Gibeon and, and, and Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I wonder what that would sound like. You know, I wonder what it would sound like if Tevin worked with Brandy and so forth. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the experimentation, the kind of traditional R&B that I, I know he's capable of doing. Um, but yeah, guys, that's it for my wrap up. Uh, this has been so much fun just kind of reviewing what I think is Tevin Spet's songs. And I'm pretty sure some of you can probably agree on some of the tracks that should be in there. Um, but yeah, guys, this has been so much fun. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will hear from you guys later.